0: Open Heavens is here once again from the 20th of September to the 28th of November, under the theme As Soon as Zion Travailed, venue, Porter City Mutual Prom Prom, Morning, Afternoon, and Evening Sessions with Prophet Nanase Upukisakodie. I'm going to show you two sessions of intercession. The difference between intercession in the Old Testament. An intercession in the New Testament. Mm. Intercession in the Old Testament has to do with the natural. Mm. By intercession in the Old Testament, New Testament has to do with the supernatural. Mm. So the Old Testament intercesses is not the same as the New Testament intercesses. Solomon gave us a state. The reason why God doesn't judge us the way he judged the Old Testament folks, I'm going to show it to you. And the advantage we have to be able to stand in the gap. Amen. There is no scripture in the Old Testament that says resist the devil. There's no scripture like that. There's no scripture. I'm going to show you something in a second. There's no scripture that says that resist the devil. That means that the Old Testament folk didn't have that kind of opportunity. Solomon put it in a certain way in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 from verse number 1 to 3. Listen to the way Solomon put Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse number 1. So I returned and considered I returned and considered all the oppression that are done under the sun. This is Solomon's view of what he saw that he needed an intercession. And he said that, and behold, the tears of such as were oppressed. There were people who were oppressed. There were also tears coming from their eyes. Huh? And they had no comforter. They have no comforter, but we have a comforter. So, Solomon said the Old Testament folk did not have a comforter. They didn't have a paraclete. They didn't have an intercessor. We have an advantage. Jesus said, it is expedient for you that I go. If I don't go, the comforter will not come. But this one said they didn't have a comforter. So God could have done a lot of things with us, even not because of our laziness. Wow. It's not going to be the way you like it. It's not going to be the way you come to shout and get yourself excited. It's a week of no selfishness. You dare not ask God. God told me, he said, tell them, nobody dare not ask me anything of his own. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is not for this week. Yes, I am tired of having children. Every time they come to me, it's about me, 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 me. It took somebody's prayer for you to come to the kingdom. And it's going to take your prayer for others to come to the kingdom. Yeah. They have no comforter. And on the side of their oppressors, there was power. On the side, because they have no comforter. On the side of their oppressors, there was power. It means the people oppressing them has power. The devil putting them down has power. But they didn't have a comforter. This is a picture of how it looks like in the Old Testament. This is a picture of how it looked like in the Old Testament. Did they have a comforter? And the Bible said, but they had no comforter. And on the side of their oppressors, there was power. But they had no comforter. They had no comforter. And the next verse says that. Wherefore, I praise the dead which were already dead, more than the living which were alive. So to Solomon, it is even better to die than to live, than be in a place without anybody standing in the gap. Solomon said that that there was no reason for living. I I mean, it was better you die, because the pressure was too much. The oppression was too much. And Solomon said, I praise the dead, which are already dead, more than the living which are left alive. Are you following me? Go to the next one. I praise the dead. Yeah, better is he than both they which have not yet been, who have not seen the evil work that is done under the sun. King Solomon said, better is them. So he's giving us a picture of that situation at that time. That is a life without a comforter. Now, let me tell you something. I'm going to say something very powerful. I'm going to compare that to the New Testament. That the New Testament, our advocate and intercessor is Jesus Christ. Hear this. It's Jesus Christ. So, we have an intercessor. We have an advocate. We have a lawyer. This is how the picture looks like. God has a chair sitting on it. Come and sit down here. Give me your chair. Eh? And there are two chairs here. Two chairs here, huh? Elijah, bring your chair here. Mm-hmm. Bring your chair here. Watch me. Yeah, two chairs sitting there. I'm going to show you something in a second. Hmm? Another chair must come to this place. So this is a judge sitting there that is gone. This is the site of the demons. This is the site. Of the demons who are standing and coming with an accusation. Now, woe unto you. If somebody files a case, a case against you and you don't defend, even if your case is good, the lawyer will still, the judge will still rule against you. So, when they send you the rate, you have the chance to go and look for a lawyer. Whether it's a useless case or not, you are not the one to determine, it's the judge. You have to fight a defense against what he has given. So there are people; they even have a good case, but they still lose the case. I'm going to show the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. So this is what is happening to us now: the devil and his demon. Don't forget, he's an accuser of the brethren. So he just go to God. God, as a God, he's sitting in His throne as a Father and as a Judge. Whatever case come, she just make sure he sit down to listen to the case. Now, once the demons has filed a case against people. Now look at what they did. One day the devil himself walked to God's court and filed a case against Job. Accuser of the brethren. In the seats of where the righteous people are, there are no lawyers. And that is what this week said, I want to make all of you some lawyers. That will stand in the gap. What is a gap? Now, I have, if I have a better picture, there is a cage here that's the accused person it can be everybody so the devil can come to court and say this man called Elijah you have to do this and this against him it's not a matter of what the, the, the devil has brought his job is to accuse right. who is there to defend Who is there to bleed on his behalf? You cannot just walk to court and go there and start saying, that I'm here to answer my, I'm here to defend myself. No. You have to get somebody who is trained as that. To get the attempts. There are things that they do. They know how to talk. They know how to argue. They know how to cross-examine. Can I cross-examine the devil? And ask him about questions of why he filed this thing? And all along, in the law court, one of the most important things you need is evidence. Don't care what, how learned you are, how, whatever you are, it's an evidence. So both of them have an evidence. Are you getting I'm going to show you that in a second. So this is what is happening now. People have come, so they are family members. Sometimes we don't like what is happening to them. It can be sons, daughters, mothers, and fathers. As we are sitting here, there are still people in our family that if Jesus comes today, they are going to hell. You are right. There are some of them, they are doing all kinds of things. Don't blame them for being that. Don't blame for being a man and becoming a woman and a woman becoming a man. Don't blame for polygamy. Don't blame for, for all this things. All those things you see, Satan has brought them to the judgment seat. Let's assume he has even done that because if somebody attack you unlawfully, the only way to go and defend yourself is the court. It's the court. And God is a judge. The Bible calls him, is the judge of all. He's sitting in the room and listening to cases. When the devil came, one of the accusations about Job is that you have bribed him to serve you. You have blessed him without a test. Can we test the guy? Can we try the guy? I'm going to show you something in a second. About how the Old Testament folk, the Old Testament folk is not like your own. The way the Old Testament folks came back to intercede is not your own. Watch something in the book of Genesis chapter 18. And from verse number 1 and 2. I'm going to show you something in verse number 1 and 2. Then I'll skip it to somewhere verse number 16. Now watch this. The Lord appeared unto him in the place of Mama. It's it's talking about Abraham. And he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. The Lord appeared. So listen. Now go to the next verse and look at something. Look at something. And he lifted up his eye and looked and lo. Three men stood by him. The Bible said the Lord appeared. Three men. So God came with two angels. Uh This is how it is. God appeared to Abraham. But he came with two angels. God cannot walk alone. I'm not the one who wrote the Bible. Go to verse 1 and look at it. So the encounter that happened in Abraham's home, it was God's physical presence. The Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre. And he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And whilst he was sitting there, who appeared, where are the people? He lift up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. So when he saw them, somewhere, somehow, this friend of God has seen God. Ah, when God appeared, he can tell. God spoke to Abraham. God did all kinds of things. So they came to the ground. And and this is this is the state of intercession. I'll come back and continue for where I left, but I want to show you the state of intercession in the old testament. And the te- state of intercession in the new testament, there are two different things. The intercession in the old testament is natural. The intercession in the new testament is supernatural. So this one, eh, when you jump, go to the next verse and let's see something. Eh? And he said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight pass not away i pray thee from thy servant don't go so abraham is calling him lord and he said that a little water i prayed you be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree so abraham is talking to god and two angels that are with him and abraham begged them that please don't just pass in front of my house stay there god was going to do something and for some reason he went through and abraham saw him the lord appeared to him Go to the next one. Let me show you something. All this is not in the supernatural, it's in the natural. It's not his dream, it's happening. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and and and, and comfort in your heart. After that, it shall pass on. For therefore, ye had come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. Now watch this. And Abraham hastened unto the tent, unto Sarah, and told Sarah to just go there and dress one of the keys and prepare a food. And so that Abraham can say, go to the next verse. I don't want to read too much. And Abraham ran to the head, go to the next verse. Uh, And he took a brutal. go to the next verse. You go home, you can read it. And they said unto him, where is Sarah thy wife? Now come to verse number 11. Come to verse 11. Now Abraham and Sarah were old. Verse 12, I'm not looking for that one. Therefore, verse 13. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said unto Abraham, verse 14, I'm not looking for that. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Verse 15. I'm not looking for that. Sarah, verse 16. Uh-huh. And the men rose up from theirs and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. Verse 17. Watch this. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham that which I am about to do? So watch this. When God appeared to Abraham in chapter 18 from verse 1 and 2, he was on his way to Sodom and Gomorrah. That's where he was going towards. And somewhere Abraham located him. So Abraham forced him to come and finish. And the Bible said they ate. When they finished eating, they got up to move. Verse number 9. And they said unto him, where is thy wife Sarah? Verse number 8 I'm looking for something. And he took a butter and milk and a calf, which he addressed, and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree. And they did eat. So God ate in Abraham's house. The Bible said in the verse number one that Abraham saw them coming. They were not coming. He called them. He constrained them to come to the house. That is what we saw in chapter 18 from verse one. The Bible said that, and the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre. And he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. So Abraham was sitting somewhere and he sat in the heat just enjoying the the, 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 the natural breeze. And verse 2 said that, he lifted up his eye and looked and lo, Three men stood by him and when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. Abraham bowed himself. Anytime you see there is an angel, he will reject worship. But if it's God, he will take it. So one of the signs that this is God is that they didn't reject the worship. anytime it's an angel, it say no, 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 no. I am also a man like you. I'm sent. But if it's God, it's it's it's, it's like it's like Jericho. It's like, it's like when Joshua was about to take Jericho, there was a man standing with a sword, and Joshua appeared to me to him, and spoke to him, and he said, "Are you for us or for our adversaries?" And he said, "As a captain of the host of heaven, I've come. Remove your sandals where you are standing. It's a holy ground." And Joshua bowed himself to worship, and the man received the worship. So that is not an angel. This one, Abraham is worshiping the man. And the man, he bowed himself toward the ground and worshiped the man, and the man has received the worship. And you getting verse 3, and he said, my Lord, if now I have found favor. So verse number 8 said that, Abraham went to the, the, the flock and picked a kid and prepared and slaughtered the goat and let Sarah set up food, prepare food. And he took the butter and the milk and the calf, which he has dressed, and set it before them. And he stood by them. And under the tree, and they did eat. So this supernatural being, God, and two angels ate in Abraham's house. Abraham was watching God, and God watched it. Look at the way this supernatural beings talk. And verse 16, when they finished eating and conversing, they prophesied because he has fed them. So that place, they released a prophetic word over the birth of Isaac, which was not part of the assignment. Probably because of the way Abraham entertained them, he stirred the oil and they released a prophetic word about the birth of Isaac. So you could see that. Now when you go to verse number nine, you see that in there. The moment they finished eating, they started looking for what to compensate Abraham. Verse eight, verse nine. And they said, where is Sarah thy wife? So God said, where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, behold, in the tent, he's there. Sarah was in the tent. And watch this. They know that it was God. And he said, I will certainly return. No angel can talk like that. I will certainly return according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife. Angels will come and say that. Hey, thou that I highly fed. the Lord is with thee. I came back to send you a message. Gabriel cannot talk, say, I will certainly return. So, God Himself has come to Abraham's house. God has eaten in Abraham's house. God has finished eating. God is now releasing a prophetic word and making the impossible possible and changing their story. That was you not know, my agenda. My agenda was to go to Sodom. I'm going to show you in a second what God said about that one. And the Bible said, in the time of life, and lo, Sarah, thy wife, shall have a son. And, uh, and, and, and Sarah had it in a tent door, and, and, which was behind him. Huh? And Sarah laughed. You know the story. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old, as if we don't know, and were stricken in age. My goodness. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of woman. This is where they pronounce the menopause stage where she is. It ceased to be a means that he has stopped going through cycle. For about 40 years, Sarah has never going through a cycle. He has already entered menopause. He's in a menopause stage. And the menopause are multiplied by two. So there's no hope about it. But God said, I shall return in a time of season by this time. Maybe because of the food you cook for me. Whatever it is. And God said, I'm going to give you a chart. And then he spoke, and when Sarah said it, Sarah laughed. Sarah laughed within herself, saying, "After I have washed old, shall I have pleasure? And my Lord also old." So Sarah responded. He was not around them; he was in a tent. But what he said in his heart, because it's God, God had it. Listen to God's asking While they were talking inside, outside, uh, outside the of the uh, outside uh, of of uh, Jubilee Tabernacle J T, and God and Abraham is sitting. Sarah was inside. Abraham and God is outside. Sarah laughing, and God pick it. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh? Saying, Shall I surely bear a child? Which I am old. So whatever Sarah said in the tent, God picked it up. Abraham didn't see it. Nobody saw it. But God said, Your wife is laughing inside. She's inside there laughing. Laughing about what I just said. And God came out to them A very strong said, Is anything too hard for me? No angel can talk like this. It's only God. So all these things, eh, It's not a dream. It's not a vision. It's a physical conversation physical i want to show you the intercession in the old testament and intercession in the new testament now when they finish all this thing they went to verse number 15 and the lord said something then sarah denied saying i I laugh not for she was afraid and he said nay but you did laugh one scripture one translation he was afraid of the lord one translation was afraid of the lord but let not let us go there then verse 16 let me look at where the intercession start now and, and the men rose up from dance and looked towards Sodom. So the when they woke up from Abraham's house, they started looking, going to Sodom. If they didn't, if God didn't communicate with Abraham, Abraham wouldn't have known that they were on an, a mission. Wow. So they woke up and they started heading. So when you were standing in this auditorium, if you move towards the rice, everybody knows you probably is going outside. If you move towards here, maybe you are going to peace and comfort or something. If you go here, maybe you are going to the supermarket. So the direction was Sodom. Now the Bible the mood of over, so Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. So it's, in our time, he said, he's going to see them off. The God and two angels are walking, and Abraham went to, and listen, then God said in his heart that, and the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham? That thing which I do. So God said, I'm going to do something, but should I hide it from Abraham? He's my friend. He's going to be the father of many nations, and he's going to command his household after him. He's going to raise many generations in, in him that all the nations shall be blessed. I'm going to do something, but should I hide it from him? I don't have to do it without a man's intervention. So let me talk this, this about Abraham. Look at the next verse. Seeing that Abraham shall be surely become a great and a mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. So every nation that has been blessed, is going to be blessed, must be connected to Abraham. And in this, our dispensation, they must be connected to Abraham through Christ i'll come there in a second now watch this for i know him that he will command his children and his household after him and they shall keep the way of the lord to do justice and judgment that the lord may bring upon abraham that which he has spoken of him let's see the next verse and the lord said to and the lord said because hear this this is the reason i stepped down from heaven and i came the judge has now stepped down to come to the court on the earth and he said because The cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great. And because their sins is very grievous, watch this, watch this, I will go down now and see whether, whether, whether they have done all together according to the cry of it. I am coming to see whether the things that has come to me as an accusation. So the devil that moved them to sin also went to accuse them. And God was coming down to investigate. God has come down to investigate. So he said, that. I will go down now. I'm coming down and see whether the things I've heard, everything I've heard was true. Which has come unto me, and if not, I will know. So God doesn't know everything have you until we come and tell him. There are things God knows, but without man, he will never step into the matter. There is a reason somebody in your family life has not changed. You have never standing in a gap. This is physical happening there. Selfish prayer. It's about me. It's about me. One day, I want a husband. Another day, give me a child. Another day, give me money. Another day, give me man. So we are dealing with the God and we are making for that Christmas. And it's like we have no room for others. When God was giving this, we said, son, you people are praying all right but it's too much selfishness. If that is the way the old folks did, that there will not be a revival. Some of them went to there in Azusa Revival, they never cry about their dresses and their things, and they never cry. In the house of the apostles, they sell their land and bring their money to the church so that other people can get it. And Peter Dems were doing crusades, and 3,000 souls were won, 5,000 souls were won. When they threatened them not to preach, they came back to their own company, they prayed. And the Bible said the place was shaking. They received boldness to go and preach. But this generation, God came down to investigate. So listen, I'm going to show you that God will not judge just countries. People are saying, America is under judgment. America is going to be judged because of evil, because of homosexuality, because of that. Now listen, God doesn't judge judge things like that. The only way God doesn't judge the evil people is that righteous people are standing in the gap. I'm going to show you that in a second. If not for the righteous people, now, watch this. Watch this. I want to show you something. There is a mistake Abraham made that when, I, when God opened my eyes, I, I, I cried a little bit as Abraham made a mistake here. But watch this. And the men turned their faces from thence and went towards Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou destroy the righteous with the wicked? So Abraham drew near. When God told him, This is what I'm going to do. Abraham got near and said, please, I want to ask you a question. Are you going to destroy the righteous mm-hmm. with the wicked? Look at the next thing Abraham said was very strong. huh? Peradventure, there'll be 50 righteous within the city. Would that also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? Huh? And he said, there be it far from you to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked and that the righteous should be as the wicked that be he far from this shall not the judge of all the earth do right so God put it in Abraham Intercessor standing so now Sodom is going to be destroyed the judge has come to pronounce sentence somebody's in the gap this is the picture of what is going to happen now Sodom is about to be burned God is about to reign and somebody is standing in the gap. There is a mistake Abraham made. I'm going to show you in a second. and say, no, the judge of all. You are the judge of all judges under you. Will you do that and destroy the righteous with the wicked? No way. You can't do that. You can't do that. Look at what Abraham did. And the Lord said to him, if I found Sodom, 50 righteous men, according to your bargaining power, within the city, then I will spare all the place. So it doesn't matter the homosexuality, it doesn't matter the gayism, it doesn't matter what they are doing. If I find 50 people who are righteous, it compensates the wicked. Hear this? This is why it is dangerous to be in a family and there's no righteous person. And if those who are righteous in the family decide to go back into the world, it brings no compensation for the family. These are all things I'm reading to you from the scriptures. It is dangerous to have a family. Everybody is a liar and a thief. It is dangerous to marry and both the couples don't have anything to do with God. It's just a matter of time. And the Lord said, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sake. So I'm going to spare the place not because they are doing right, but just 50 will compensate the millions. So there's a reason Ghana is existing. There is a reason why we're supposed to come under judgment, but we are standing. There's a reason America is existing. There is a reason. There is a reason. I'm going to show you. I'm going to travel to you. Now I'm still in the Old Testament. I'm going to bring you to the New Testament. Do I have time? Can I break this thing down? I need to preach because this is what we are going to stand on it. Now look at the next verse. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon, my, upon me to speak unto the Lord. This is not a dream. God is standing with mm-hmm. Abraham. Abraham was drawing closer. He's talking to said, I've taken upon myself. It's not a small end to speak to the Lord, which I am, I am, but, but dust and ashes. I don't have power to do this, but I don't know how. You came to my house and I'm trying to stand in. I am yeah. just ashes and dust, yeah. but I've taken upon myself to speak to you. Wow. Now let's go to the next point. Now the case has adjourned. We are coming back again to court. And at the an adjournment, when they came back to Abraham, came and said, peradventure and he make an appeal again and he said but advent there's, there's a lack five out of the 50 let's assume there's no 50 but 45 will also destroy but adventure, lack five, five out of the 50 righteous would that destroy the city for lack of five and he said I will I, if 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 I find there 40 and 5 I would I would not destroy it so now the thing has come uh, it's a step down from 50 to 45 so Abraham is still standing in the gap he's still breathing at the law God. Thing is happening in the natural, but in the spiritual, realm, God is sitting in a judgment seat. Demons have accused these people to be destroyed. Abraham is standing, and the reason Abraham is doing that is that his family members are there. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham has no business doing that, his nephew loves and his children are there and so I don't want you to destroy that. so when he's talking about the righteous people but that is a mistake Abraham did that shocked me Abraham could have calculated how many family members does Lot have and bring the final bargaining point to that Lot his wife and his two daughters were four Abraham began to ten wait a second I want to show you something Preaching peradventure, and he sparked unto him yet again. He said, Peradventure, there should be 40 found. He moved from 45, he came to 40. And he said, 40 found there. And he said, I will, I will do it. I will not do it. So all this while God is sitting in a judgment seat. This lawyer, Abraham, standing in the gap but gaining for Sodom and Gomorrah He has money to bring it to 40. Let's see what happened there. And he said unto him, oh, let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak peradventure. There shall be 30 found there. And he said, I will not do it if I found 30. The reason it's being done is because nobody is back in. Okay. The reason people are dying. The reason family members are sick is that we are playing games. Oh, we are not serious with God. This is God who has come physically. Because of human life, he has come down. He's investigating what is happening in Sodom. Evidences are there. All the sins were going on. Abominations. But somebody is standing in the gap. Now hear this. All the people in Sodom don't know that there is a bargaining going on. So when we stand to pray, the people we enter don't even know. Yeah. They don't know. So I want to tell you. Whilst we were in the discourse, chasing people's husband, doing all kinds of crazy things, some are sorting on bed, somebody's prayer was bargaining. I'll bring you to the New Testament and show you. Why have we come to the kingdom? And it's all about us, 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 us. us. And now the church has come to the place. We rather judge the sinners than having mercy. Abraham could have, if Abraham is in our time, he said, these people kill them. Destroy them. And I want to tell you something. You can only tell them to care when your loved ones are not among you. If you have somebody dear to your heart, who is among those that are supposed to be cared, you will fail it. It can be a son. It can be a daughter. It can be a, a cousin. It can be a stepbrother and a stepsister. It can be somebody. Abraham here is talking. Because I brought this to my nephew. He is living in the country. You are going to destroy him. Please. 30! And he said, don't be angry with me. And I will speak. Peradventer be 30 found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find 30. Abraham is still bagging. She went out again and filed another case. And came back to God. And he said, behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Peradventure there shall be 20 found there. And he said, I will not destroy you for twenty sake. How many times has Abraham pleaded? And there is nothing God said, get away from me. None of them. None of them. Now he has moved from 50 to 20. If God walked to the whole country, and can count 20 people who are not into that practice, the whole country is spared. It doesn't matter who is doing what and who is doing what. Everybody's sin is compensated. Abraham, look at it. And he came back and he said, He said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak here but this once. Abraham, do you know the number of your family members there? Bring it to that number. Because you said there can be you cannot destroy the righteous in the way. That means that you have an idea about who is a righteous man. Why did you stop there? And this time he said once. God didn't put a stand. And the full stop on it, he's the one who pauses. And he said, Once per adventa, ten shall be found there. And because he said once, God will not stand and listen again. And he said, I will not destroy it if I find ten. If, 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 I will not destroy it for ten's sake. Look at the attitudeness. Huh? And the Lord went his way. Because now you say once, so I don't need to stand and listen to you again. When you go to the court, whatever you present is the way they act. God will act according to the words of your mouth. Now Abraham said 10. He said, "I'll speak once, all the wrong from 50. He never say, I'll speak once." This, I say, "This is the last statement I'll make. Okay, if you have finished your last statement, Abraham should have brought you to five, maybe four. And that was it. And immediately, so now God is going to go to Sodom. God is, all God is going to look for is that angels go to house and house and count if you can get 10. If you get 10, let's walk back. If no 10, you have to destroy. This is what I'm afraid. This is what I'm afraid. That the politics has eaten into the church. People have become passionate for NDC MPP. Now, if I become passionate for a party, then I won't pray for them when they are in power. And if I'm the one to bargain, then I won't bargain. I want them to make a mistake so that we punish. This is what I'm afraid. If there's anything that gives me sleepless night, is the way politics has eaten into the church. Paul said, I exhort therefore. I'm not saying you can't be in a party. Find a party and join the party. But don't be so passionate that because you belong to this party, you will not pray for the other party. I'm telling you, that people in church who belong to maybe NDC, they will never pray for MPP. Some people belong to MPP, they will never pray for NDC. And they will join the worldly people to criticize the government. Who, When you make a decision, it affects everybody. Right. I'm speaking as a prophet of God. I am not a politician. I am not interested in it. I have been praying for this country. I don't know when, from in Power. I've declared all kinds of fasting from 10 days 40 days to hundred, to pray for this country because I believe that the peace of the nation the responsibility rest on part of the grace God put on my life so I have to spend the time but one day watch this what's going to happen what's going to happen what's going to happen what's going to happen about people in church because they don't understand the Bible You don't read the Bible the way I read it. So you don't understand. God is not a democratic God. He's a geocratic God. Do you know what we need now? It's not church, it's a revival. You don't need church. We need a revival. What is revival? Change for the better. Where there is a massive move of the spirit of God. Whether the, 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 there is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, people have stood in the gap and pray and fasted, and there is you no know, politics. And we are looking at ourselves as people whose names are written in the book of life, and we are crying and say, Lord, spare the land. 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 They are trying to tell our little children that we shouldn't tell them they are sexists. We should leave them to decide that whether they are men or women. This is where we are going, and we are talking about church. We are talking about churchianity. Watch anytime there's an evil, watch anytime sin is in rampant. What changes the system is a revival. Yeah. This is my heartbeat. Why are you fasting for 100 days? Revival is what I'm looking for. Why are you fasting for 70 days? I want the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Why are you fasting for 120 days? I want to see the move of the Spirit. What they told us, what we heard about Re- Azusa, what do we have about the day of Pentecost, we want to see it in our time. We have changed material things, and what are we going to do with it? Now you say one car, God has given you five. Drive all of them at once. We want houses God has given us. It's time to put those, I'm not against those things. I preach them. But the false balance is abomination unto God. It's time to cry, Lord. Souls are dying. What is the future of our children? These children, when they get to the... that your child that is 10 years old. What is going to be is time. What is the system that is coming? People are going to the washroom. And they say that you can't tell this male or female. They are trying to say, wipe off those male and female. Let the child decide where she wants to go. If that is the way we were raised, where will we be? But you are sitting there. You won't come and pray. You are chasing money. So if you don't take care, we don't pray. The children that we are chasing the money for, they will come home with things that we never dreamed. And what we need is revival. I'm preaching. This man stood in the gap, And the Lord went his way. As soon as he has left communion with Abraham, and Abraham returned unto his place. Abraham, stop at 10. God in his mercy. When the angels went there, the only house they could enter was Lord's house. The people came there. If you continue to really say they want to have sex with them. Lord told them, I have two daughters. They are virgins. Please, these are visitors. Take my virgin. They said, we don't want them. Women, we want them. And i am sure the angels said, because you, you kept us in your room, I want us to take you. We are going to save it. We don't have the right to save you because your uncle didn't begin to no. fight for four. Your uncle left it at 10 but because of your hospitality maybe we are going to save you the reason why he put condition on loss departure is because he couldn't meet the standard so because you couldn't meet the standard then there should be condition when i said to you you are going don't look back yeah. don't look back because the bargaining power couldn't reach the place where you can go free. So I have to put condition. So if you look back, you become a pillar of salt. And lost wife, when the fire came, he turned, became a pillar of salt. The angels told them, go back and read. He said, hurry up. I will never do it. I cannot until you leave. Wow. There is something about taking care of the supernatural. His uncle took care of the God. And God said, can I hide anything? If Abraham allowed them to pass, we can't tell how the story will look like. He there. There is somebody in your family. My grandmother used to say, my grandmother of blessed memory, it may look like it doesn't affect you, but it's a matter of time. Don't ever deceive yourself. That it's just about you and your children. There is a house your son will want to go and marry. There is a house your daughter will go and marry. What is the state of that house? I want to draw your attention. Today is not a day for selfishness. Step out of politics and pray for your president. Pray for the cabinet. Pray for the ministers. Pray. One day, God will come and say, Son, pray for the people surrounding the president. It can be a house help. It was a house help that moved Naaman to come to Jerusalem for healing. It was not a president. His housemate said, Daddy, there is a prophet in my country. And Naaman listened to that house help. Yeah. Somebody who made politics about that's a business. But we have to face it with Christ. And knowing that we are the heavily parliament on earth oh i'll say that i'll make that statement again we are the heavily parliament on earth we have to back them up in prayer lord help them to make the right decision help them to move the country forward yes sir. let every decision the president make yes. take us seven times forward yes sir. because i am here because i'm a child of god ah. i want my children to live well ah. hey yes. I I like here three days ago i was praying the lord told me say you have not thanked me for waking up in a peaceful country. You can take it for granted. There are countries you can't come to all night. Where are you going to pass? This man stood in a garden. I can find ten righteous. There is a son you must pray for. This week there is a daughter. There is a man you want to marry whose house is a mess. The altar there is, 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 is a destructive altar. There is a son who is going to school. There is a daughter who is going to school. There is somebody. Forget about yourself this week. There is a country you must stand in the gap. There is a future husband, a future wife. There is an auntie. There is a cousin. There is a niece. There is somebody. You must write your name and bring to daughter and say, Lord, have mercy, mercy, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy somebody you must pray for people in the church there is a mother that if you don't pray for you will be in heaven and hear his cry in hell. you love them there is a son today we can't tell what our children has caught in the airwaves we cannot tell they don't need to travel abroad the devil bring it to them through their phones. We cannot tell. We cannot tell. I did a youth program. I was taking them through deliverance. And the, one of the child, the father called me for and said, Papa, I'm surprised about the things you are saying. I call my daughter. It's more than even what you say. I thought my daughter is an angel. It's not. I asked him a question. When did you pray for your daughter? We pay big school fees for them, And we're forgetting to lay them on the altar. We want to take them to a good school to make a name. My child goes to faith, J-I-S. He goes to so-so and so, S-O-S. What about Christ's altar? That is the generation we find ourselves in. Is give me, give me, give me. The husband wants sex. The wife too wants money. And they are all living. You are targeting my waist. I'm targeting your pockets. We are there. Everybody is trying to rob everybody. We are in the marriage because of what we can get. We don't care. We don't care. We may pretend we are in love. There was no sign. Now, listen, Delilah didn't show any sign I didn't love something. If you love me, the romantic atmosphere. Something told his mama, his mama, Delilah, please me. So, to something, he has got his dream woman. Not knowing that it was his death sentence. That lady standing by you, she can pretend. To love. No, I'm not talking about this one. They are yet to come. And the Lord went his way after the intercession. This is what it is. Pastor Elijah, come. Uh, Titus, come. <laughs> Let's say, Pastor Elijah is Sodom and Gomorrah. That's right. This is God. The. What? Is supposed to happen is that this one supposed to face God's judgment, direct, and the danger is to face the judgment with sin in your hand. What Abraham did was that instead of this man facing God, he stood. So there is somebody around you who does not qualify to stand in front of God, and this God he says, "Stand in the gap." Another intercessor. Another one. Another intercessor. Oh, I love that man's intercession. Moses. Oh, what would have happened? Interesting. I read that one and I said, Jesus Christ. Lord, man has power to do things like this. That we have power to be able to stand in the gap. Maybe sometimes it's ignorant that what shocked me was the word the bible wrote and the lord repented that god the almighty god can repent look at the way they are looking at my face give me genesis chapter 32. genesis 32. exodus 32 sorry go to verse 9. exodus 32 i'm sure verse 9. if i get it wrong there's no address in it verse 9. and the lord said unto moses I have have seen these people and behold, they are stiff naked people. This is God speaking. Now, if you want to know the depth of this one, let's go to verse one and read from there. Let me give you a little background of why God is angry. Watch this. And when the people saw that Moses delayed, now God has taken them after judging Egypt. Nine judgments. One day they wake up in the country, everybody firstborn is dead. If that one is not enough, the man blowing among them, is God stopping the law of flotation and putting the Red Sea. A big one was, doctor, when they divide the Red Sea, this is Israel. Egypt is on the other side. When you stand there, those of you who are staying in Elat, you see Egypt over there. And then God divided this sea by wind. What miracle again do you want to see? And let me tell you, all the miracles God is giving you, one day he will refer you. The purpose of the miracle is for you to believe that he is there. When the obey, Kyle will knock and say, well, when you were sick, I heal you. Yeah. When you were supposed to have nervous breakdown, I didn't permit it. Ah. The sickness that killed others, you'll survive it. Yeah. He's going to talk about it. Yeah. Watch this. Now, look at it. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come, so they've crossed the race. Moses has gone to the mountain to stay with the Lord. Israel was down there. 40 days, just 40 days. You don't like food. You don't like nothing. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down uh, out of the mountain, the people gathered themselves together unto Elon and said unto do you know another word for that? Another word for that? Come on. Come on. I'm sure the New Living Translation will put it that way. Huh? Huh? When the people saw how long it was taking Moses to come up, come back down the mountain, they gathered around Moses and say, What? Come on. Come on. Aaron, make us some gods. Come back to King James. Come back. Make us. And the people say, Up. Make us gods which shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt, we wait not what is become of him. We don't know, the God. so make us gods. Look at Aaron, too. This is what Aaron did, there. and God brought his name out of remembrance. I'm telling you, do you know the book of remembrance? It is in Hebrew chapter 11. We call them heroes of faith. Even Rahab's name is there. Aaron's name is not there. First high priest. First high priest. God took his name out. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden rings, which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them to me. And all the people broke off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. What did Aaron do? And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a gold with a graving tool. After he had made it, a molten calf or giant bar. And they said, "This be the gods, oh Israel, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt." Insulting God, so every. So this is the God the Jawe is the one divide the recipe is the one that turns water into wine. Who said men cannot forget? Who said that is why I'm here preaching to you? Who said, Do you know how many times the word remember as repeated in the Bible? I don't know the Bible, I know small, but the small I know I can tell you. These people said, and Jesus Christ. When they said that, look at the way God, I saw the way, today I, re- I was studying the gospel the way he rejects men. Look at it. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it and Aaron made a proclamation and said, tomorrow is the feast of the Lord. Now hmm. hmm. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and to play. It's another message. Yanko. And the Lord said unto Moses, Look at the way God rejected them. Go, get thee down for thy people. So now they are not God's people again. I don't want Moses. <laughs> <laughs> so i forward. do Thy people. All the time he saw them, my people. He said, My name is on them. For the first time, God and I'm going forward. May the Lord never tell you that. <laughs> This is the first rejection. Thy people which thou brought us out of the land of Egypt has corrected themselves. Now, do you know something? The Guys, sit down. The difference between man's anger and God's anger. I wrote it in my book. Anger is slow. When God was talking to Moses, Moses didn't know. Moses stood in the gap. But later, when he saw the situation, he broke the Ten Commandments. What God stood, he couldn't stand. <laughs> I mean, he saw the later part of the celebration. He couldn't he stand. If it's not Moses, we'll see the way God writes. The first one God wrote with his finger, Moses broke it. The next one, goes. I won't write again. I don't write twice. You write it yourself. Thy people, watch this. And verse nine, when God came down, huh? Listen to what God said. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people. Behold, it is a stiff naked. Now He's using the word "it" for them. It's a stiff naked people. Before we come down, come back, come back. Look at the New Living Translation. The way He put them. You, you let's let, let's break it down. Then the Lord said, I have seen how stubborn and rebellious. Rebellious this people are like. after all I did. With, this is your God that brought you. What an insult. After all God danced for you, you are somersaulting on somebody's husband's bed. Uh-huh. You think God has changed? After all God's purpose for your life, you and you be damn. Need What's the difference? You better lift your hand and shout mercy, you. you will not be standing here. This place we preach righteousness. If you are not ready to walk with God, you can't fit into the place. You will love your wife, you will marry one woman, stay with one woman and enjoy her breast all the time. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. I said, it's in the Bible. Proverbs chapter 5 and verse number 18, 19. It's in the Bible. Huh? Let your wife be a fountain of a blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. She is a loving dear and a graceful dear. Let her breast. Am I the one who wrote the Bible? I'm reading the Bible to you. Or oh, you don't read the Bible? Huh? let her breast satisfy how many times it says it's, it's a it's a dangerous sin for your husband to sub breast and you deny him according to prophet chapter 19. it's in the bible no no oh guys it's not in the bible take me to new living translation let's see what the bible said new living translation new living translation she is a loving deer and a graceful doe. Let her breast satisfy you always. Uh, GNT. Pretty and graceful as a deer. Let her charms keep you happy. Let us. I don't like this one. As a loving hand and a gentle doe. Let her breast ever give you rapture. Bible. This is Bible. i Bible. This one is a rapture. The Bible says, let her breast give you a rapture. So no matter you are depressed, you can be raptured by that one. You cannot stand in the gap if you don't do things like this. You'll be tired. Come back. Let's go to Moses. Let's get to business. God said, these people are like stiff. He said, stubborn and rebellious people. Let's continue. Look at what God said. Wow. Now leave me alone, so my fierce anger emblaze, can brace against them, and I will destroy them. Then I will make you Moses into a great nation. Wow. Come to King James. My man call me King James now. I love, I love the King James. Take me there. Now, therefore, let me alone that my wrath may wax hot.. When you hear that it's God's anger, yet there is sisters. Now, even God is normal anger. What is this like? And now it's hot. You can imagine what God was going to do. Jesus Christ. He said, I kill and I make a life. He said nobody on earth that God cannot kill. Ah. Who? Biden or Putin? Ah. Or Jim or who? Go and ask in the book of Ateneza. Huh? Hot against them and that i may consume them and i will make of thee a great nation intercessor standing in the car then now so when you see him talking like that eh? hmm. he has two seats or seat me yes, you know heavy bring me another chair now come on courtroom there two two seat. Huh? this one is called judgment seat woe unto you when you don't have somebody standing in the car this one is called mercy seat. This one. went. So sometimes the people stand in the gap. They move him from the judgment seat to the mercy seat. So this week if you are going to stand in where? You are going to move God from the judgment seat into the mercy seat. You know, I wish I better, better shout it this one. I say may your prayer move God from the judgment seat to where? now therefore let me alone that man wrath go keep going now let's, let's look at the standing in the gap and Moses besought the Lord his God and said Lord why doth thy wrath wax hot against thy people which, has brought, which thou hast brought them out of the land of Egypt with great power and with mighty hand standing in the gap now the man has come to bridge between him and Israel why Wherefore should the Egyptians speak? So God is reminding Moses about rumor. tongue not The people will be talking. It's not good. Me, I'm thinking about myself. When you call me, I say, I won't come. You force me to come. You tell me, leper, remove them. I said, listen. And he said, wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, for mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. This is a man speaking. This is an intercessor. This is a man standing in the gap. This is a petitioner. And listen. Remember Abraham. Now he has gone back to the patriarchs. So he's reminding God. Does this God forget? No. He knows what is in your heart before you come, but he still says ax. So don't deceive yourself. Moses said, Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servant. So he said, Our oh, call covenant. He's putting covenant into the matter because he knows it's not a covenant-breaking goal. So the reason you must spare these people is that you have a covenant with their fathers. Now you're thy servant to whom thou swear. He said, You swear. By thy own self, he's quoting scriptures, he's remembering, he's reminding God of what he has said. He said, You swear by yourself. Didn't you swear to Abraham that I swear by myself? So the people have seen, all right, inevitably evidence of judgment, but there's somebody standing in the gap. Huh. This is where God wants us to be, huh? He swear, quoting scriptures. There are some people here, they have personal covenant with God. Yes, when they became born again, God told them, I'm going to hear your prayer. I'm going to honor your supplication. So apart from the scripture, there are people may have a personal covenant with God. There are some things that happen when I reflect God something, he comes down. Once I, 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 I have a personal covenant I have with God, when I stood on that thing I pray for you, hardly would I make the prayer. But I don't also quote it rough, rough. I don't just do it. Watch this. And I will multiply. Didn't you swear by yourself? By their own self and said them unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven. I feel the prophetic anointing coming wow. upon me. And all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed. And they shall inherit it forever. This is what you told Abraham. So he has quoted scriptures. And the Lord repented. Wow. And the Lord repented. Amen. That's right. And the Lord repented of the evil. And the Lord repented of the evil which he taught to do to this people. And the Lord repented. And the Lord repented. Why did God repented? There was somebody standing in the car. There was somebody standing in the car. There was somebody standing in the car. One day, I asked God a question. I don't have any scriptural proof about it, but I believe it. No scripture is of a private interpretation. I said, Lord, Herod wanted to destroy all the children. When Jesus, at Jesus' time, he killed all the children from day one to two. Can you show me why John the Baptist and Jesus escaped? Now, in, John the, in Jesus' case, God said that, take the baby and run to Egypt mm. before Herod cut him. We didn't hear why John the Baptist escaped. Mm-hmm. But how is it that Herod couldn't kill Jesus Christ? Mm. He said, Anna and Simon will pray. husband at the age of 40. He stayed in the temple until over 100 years. And all he does is to fast and pray. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The intercessory prayer of Anna and Simon, standing in the garden for baby Jesus. Simon said, my eyes have seen the consolation of Israel. Now I can depart in peace. I can depart in peace. I can depart in peace. I want to present to you. There is a former boyfriend somewhere. A former girlfriend. Some of the people you are praying that they should die. God has a plan for their life. Oh yeah. It's not just your time alone. All oh, the church should pray that apostle Paul should die. His name was called Saul. Persecuting the church. When Saul became blind and Jesus son Ananias Ananias is asking Jesus Do you know the man? The blindness is an answer to prayer. I should go and pray for him. Blind him more. What do you mean by you should see? Listen to what Jesus said. He's my chosen vessel. Listen. That your former boyfriend that disappointed you. He may be a chosen vessel. There are pastors preaching. They've disappointed people before. Somebody says, Daddy, are you one of them? I don't know. I've never mentioned anybody. We have... But does it mean because I did, somebody, okay, let me say me. <laughs> does it mean because I disappointed you at school, God shouldn't use me? This is the bottom line. Some of you city, you know the man you have disappointed. Hey, God, go God has a plan for their lives. I'm telling you, God has a plan for their lives. Stand in the guard for your husband. Stand in the guard for your wife. Stand in the guard for your first child. Second child, third child, unborn children, stand in the gap for the nation, the president of your country, the ministers, the parliamentary member, the police. Hey, the judges, stand in the gap, stand in the gap, pray, mention their name. Eh? Eh? Stop condemning this country, stop speaking info. Stand in the gap, stand in the gap, stand in the gap. That is what we have. Stand in the gap. Don't criticize your leaders. One day you become one. Who knows that one day you'll be the first lady of this country. Who knows? Stop criticizing them. A stick is to touchy. Is to burn. Google it. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Moses stood the intercession twice. Now, that's why I said, it's an extension of change of story. It's standing in the gap. But you're going to pray for somebody's story to change. And listen. If anything you make happen for others, God will make sure it happens. God will make it happen for you. That's make it happen for others. I'm standing here preaching. I cannot tell. I may be a product of people's prayer. I've just spoken to you about intercession in the Old Testament. It happened physically. Then I'll bring you to the intercession in the New Testament. In the New Testament intercession, we have an intercessor. We have an advocate. His name is Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm going to show you that. He intercedes through us. This is a difference between the Old and the New. So once we are speaking in tongues, he does things, but he does it through you. That is why the tongues should speak. Only God understands. Yeah. In the book of Numbers, let me end with this one. Numbers chapter 14. I'm sure. Numbers chapter 14. I think it's verse. Let me read from verse from 11 there about. Numbers 14 there about. This is my last scripture. And the Lord said unto Moses, how long would these people provoke me? Second provocation. I'm not saying that you have never stood in intercession before. But it shouldn't be the end. Moses have to stand in intercession several times. This is the second one. First one was in Exodus. Now it's in numbers. The, the other one was different. Watch this. The Lord said unto Moses, How long would these people provoke me? And how long would it be ere they believe me? For all the signs which I have showed them, all the signs which I have shown among them. Now we say, Hey, I've worked so much miracles for these people to believe me. Now watch this. Let's keep going. I will smite them with the pestilence and disinherit them and make of thee a great nation a mightier than thee. So, so for any time there's a demand for intercession and somebody doesn't stand in a gap, God will go ahead and do what he says he's going to do. When somebody stands in a gap, God will change his mind. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Veld Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra, telephone plus two three three two seven four zero zero nine nine three three or plus 233-242-472655, email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com, Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.